everybody. This is Devon Kleist, and we all know knowledge is power, so let's power up. <laughs> The opinions expressed on this broadcast are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or sponsors of this network. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I certainly hope so. All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first broadcast of the WTF Reports for the year of 2024. I'm Dave Von Kleist, and uh, yeah, I'm getting my radio legs back after so many years of radio silence. Feels good to be back on the air, um, and I'm, I hope that you're glad that I'm back. I don't know. I was uh, very hesitant. Um, you, you know, sometimes they say you can't. Sometimes you can't save the world, but then again, you got to try, you know. So uh, anyway, so here we are. It's straight up noon o'clock here where I'm at in uh, in uh, northwest Montana. So uh, well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're situated on this beautiful globe. We're going out on the Republic Broadcasting Network up to the satellite, bouncing down to various receivers around the country and hopefully around the world. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad that, whoa, glad to be back. Anyway, um, what the heck is going on? What the frag is going on here? I have a couple of audio clips that I was trying to get prepared for today's show. So what I'm going to do is uh, I would usually like to store them as MP3s and then pull them up. But for some reason, I was having a problem. One of my computers literally just swelled up. It's a laptop, and uh, I was wondering why the thing wouldn't boot, and I looked at it, and the, the touchpad is, like, ballooning out. So it's it's an older laptop. Anyway, so I think it's officially dead. So I had to go back to uh, Plan B or C or whatever it was because Plan A wasn't working. Anyway, enough of that stuff. Uh, that's, you know, just computer problems that we all have. A couple of things in the news. Um, Get your paper and pencil. You might want to write this stuff down. There are several bills that have passed the House, and they are going before the Senate. And, um, well, I'll tell you what. Let let me put this on the back burner here. I'm going to come back to that particular story because there's a couple of little audio clips that I wanted to play for you. And uh, one of them is uh, President Harry Truman. Now, this issue here that's going on in Palestine and in Israel uh, is really messed up. I mean, it's super screwed up, and the entire world is very confused about a couple of things. Um, And they are waking up. A lot of people are, are realizing, oh, my God, they used to say never again as far as a Holocaust is concerned, but it is happening again. And there, uh, and there are so many innocent Jews out there that are going to be persecuted because of the act of the Zionists. Zionists are different than Jews. So let's separate the two. And before I go down this road, I want to tell you that, you know, I grew up, I spent my formative years, my wonder years in Brooklyn, New York. I grew up uh, right near Grand Army Plaza. I was a block away from the Brooklyn Library and the Botanical Gardens and Prospect Park. And I grew up, you know, bringing tadpoles home to, you know, put in the bathtub and freaking my mom out. But the thing was, I had a couple of my best friends. The three of us, we were hanging together. I was uh, on the second floor of the apartment building. My best friend was up on the sixth floor. His name was Jamie. And he was Jewish. 
And uh, the, thir- the third part of this little friendly triangle was a black kid who lived across the street. His name was James, but we called him Junior. So, and he was black. So the thing was, is that I, my best friends, one was black, one was a Jew. And we hung out thick as thieves. And during the holidays, we, we uh, celebrated Christmas and Hanukkah together. As a matter of fact, I remember spinning the dreidel and how much fun that was. I really enjoyed that. So, I mean, this has got nothing whatsoever to do with racism or anti-Semitism or any type of phobia, you know, Islamophobia or whatever word you want to put in, in front of phobia. It's got nothing to do whatsoever with that. But we are seeing history repeat itself. Now, back during World War II, uh, Adolf Hitler appropriated the swastika. The swastika for thousands of years was represent, uh, uh, represented peace and harmony. But unfortunately, what happened is when Hitler took that swastika and stuck it on a flag and had it represent his, you know, the, the Nazi party, now everybody sees a swastika and thinks of you know, the Holocaust, and they think of Nazis, and they think of Hitler. So the swastika was appropriated and now has a different meaning in our culture than it did for thousands of years. Well, the same thing could be said about <laughs> about the flag of Israel. The Star of David, It's it, it, now, most people see this, and that represents Israel and Judaism, Jew, uh, Jewry. Now, it doesn't represent Jewry. It doesn't. It represents the state of of Israel. Okay. As a matter of fact, if you think back, the flag used to have a menorah on it. Now that is more representative of the Jewish faith than I would think of the Star of David. But what happened is that the Star of David got appropriated by the Zionists, and now it means something completely different. So we have to separate Zionism from the Jewish faith. Now, I've got this clip here. Uh, This is Harry Truman. And, well, just listen to what he has to say. Let me see if this is going to play. Particularly, who were against anything that was to be done if they couldn't have the whole of Palestine and everything handed to them on a silver plate so they wouldn't have to do anything. It couldn't be done. We had to take it in small doses. Okay. You can't move. Okay, I want to start that over again. (laughs) I, I want to start that over again because we have to hear the beginning of it. Here it is. Uh, uh, people in the country, even among the Jews, the Zionists particularly, who were against... Oh, 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 the Jews, the Zionists particularly. Okay, that's two different things. The Jews, the Zionists particularly. Two different things. We continue listening. Anything that was to be done, if they couldn't have the whole of Palestine and everything handed to them on a silver plate so they wouldn't have to do anything. It couldn't be done. We had to take it in small doses. You can't move... Uh, five or six million people out of a country and fill it up with five or six million more and expect both sets of them to be pleased. Forty-nine. But don't think that decision to recognize Israel is an easy one. I had to make a compromise with the Arabs and divide Palestine. The Jews wanted to chase all the Arabs into the uh, Tigris-Euphrates River, and the Arabs wanted to chase all the Jews into the Red Sea. And I was trying, what I was trying to do was to find a homeland for the Jews and still be just with the Arabs. We had Interesting stuff. Okay, so there's a difference between Jews and Zionists. We have to understand that. So when you see that Star of David, don't think of Jews. Think of Zionists. Now, what is Zionism? Zionism is a political is political dogma that believes that the Jews should have their own 
country, their own nation. They use the word state, the state of Israel, but state has a different meaning to it. If they were, say, the, you know, a Jewish country or a Jewish nation, and only Jews could live there. Now, that doesn't sound right to me if they're supposed to be democratic, right? I don't hate Jews. I want to make that absolutely clear. But what's happened with the, the Zionist the Zionists who have taken over Israel, I mean, the whole thing was built upon Zionism. You know, we, we talked about that, uh, well, not last week, we were off last week, but the week before. Theodore Herzl established Zionism back in the late 1800s, and the concept was to create a nation for the Jews. Okay? Now, God said he was going to do that. God said, right? But not Theodore Herzl, and certainly not the Rothschilds. Now, we go forward. I talked about this. So we've got to keep on talking about it till people understand. You know, the Rothschilds and the British Crown got together with the Balfour Declaration to establish a Zionist state. Now, what kind of person is, are the, what kind of people are the Rothschilds? All right. Are they good people or bad people? All right. Hey, I think we can figure this out. And I, I've talked about the photograph and you can do a search on it. If this was on, if this was on video, I would show it to you. And we're working on making this into a podcast, by the way. We will be doing videos down the road. Got to get some technology straightened out. But there's a photograph out there. You can do a Google search or whatever kind of search you want to do. Look for Jacob Rothschild and Marina Abramovic. And they're standing in front of a portrait of Satan releasing his demons. So if the Rothschild family is openly Satanist and they want to establish a Zionist state of Israel, is this a good thing or a bad thing? I don't hate the Jews. I have a problem with the Zionists, and so do a lot of Jews. And until the Jews stand up against Zionism, they will face the per uh, persecution by those who don't know the difference between the two of them. So Net Netanyahu and his regime, they have wrapped themselves in the protective flag of Jewry and saying, if you, if, if you uh, disagree with us, then you're a bad person. As a matter of fact, here's another audio clip I'd like to play for you. And I'm not quite sure where this was, but uh, there was a woman who was asking the distinction between the two. And she was talking to Noam Chomsky, who is a Jew. All right. This is an important clip. Listen carefully, and you will uh, hopefully you'll understand. Uh, how would you respond to the charge that anti-Zionism is the new anti-Semitism? The best formulation of this was by uh, an ambassador to the United Nations, uh, Abba Eben. He wrote an interesting article in which he, dis he was then UN ambassador from the state of Israel. One task was to show that criticism of the policy, what he called anti-Zionism, that means actually criticisms of the policy of the state of Israel were anti-Semitism. Second task, if the criticism was made by Jews, their task was to show that it's neurotic self-hatred. Oh, I got to stop it right there. Now, did you hear what he said? If you're not Jewish and you criticize the state of Israel, they were calling you an anti-Semite. That's their defense. However, if you are Jewish and you criticize the state of Israel's policies, then you're mentally deranged. He just said their task was to show that it's neurotic self-hatred 
And he goes on to say exactly what that means. Listen up. Listen up. Need psychiatric treatment. Yeah, you need psychiatric treatment if you're Jewish and you don't go along with the Zionist policies. This is how they work it, folks. And he gave two examples of the latter category. One was I.F. Stone, the other was me. So we have to be treated for our psychiatric disorders, and non-Jews have to be condemned for anti-Semitism if they're critical of the state of Israel. It's understandable why uh, Israeli propaganda would take this position. I don't particularly blame Abba Eben for doing what ambassadors are sometimes supposed to do, but we ought to understand it. There is no sensible charge. No sensible charge. There's nothing to respond to. It's not a form of anti-Semitism. It's simply criticism of the criminal actions of a state, period. Bang! Uh, how would Okay. Do you get it yet? I mean, I, I have to tell you, I've been you know, speaking out against this genocide in Palestine, as well as hundreds of millions of human beings around this planet that are pointing their finger at Bibi Netanyahu and what he's doing over there and saying, no, how can you do this? They scream, you know, the Holocaust never again. And yet that's exactly what they're doing. Remember, Hitler said that the Jews were rats to be exterminated. Well, the Israeli cabinet and Bibi Netanyahu called the Palestinians dogs. Okay, that's sort of similar. You know, Hitler used to say that they were the master race. Well, Netanyahu and his regime saying they are the God's chosen people. How is that different? They're doing the exact same thing, and they hide behind the Jewish flag, the Jewish faith, and say we can do anything we want to because we got holocausted back in World War II, and now we can do the same thing to anybody, anywhere, anytime, forever and ever and ever and ever, and you can't say a word about it or else you are an anti-Semite. And if you're Jewish, you need psychiatric treatment. This is so wrong, folks. And I got to tell you, after I went off on that rant uh, the week, week before, a couple of people just don't get it. I have a couple of friends on Facebook that I've known for years. One of them is Stuart. And I'm sorry, Stuart, if you felt offended, but he, he texted me back. He says, Dave, I never, I never could believe that you were such a rabid anti-Semite. And he blocked me. I couldn't get back to him. So it's, I want to say, Stuart, what are you talking about? That's, you know, this is the confusion that the entire world is under right now. And the thing is, is that the, the, the Zionists, not the Jews, the Zionists have infiltrated themselves all over the world. And every time you see that star of David, don't think of Jews, think of Zionists. Now, Zionists have infiltrated uh, all of our media. I mean, just take a look. Who's in charge of CBS, ABC, NBC, CNN? You look at all the New York Times and you look at all these people who are connected with the Zionist regime. And even Joe Biden, he said, and I can quote him, he says, you don't have to be Jewish to be a Zionist. <laughs> you know, Zionism is not a, is not a religion. It's a political, it's political dogma. And the Zionists have got, get this, get this. Now I'm going to get back into, into the House uh, bills that are now, they passed the House they are now before the Senate. So here's your paper and pencil time, folks. H.R. 798. House Resolution 798 has passed the House. It's going before the Senate. And what does this do? It penalizes any students for support of Palestine. 
So you can't speak out. We got to contact your senators and say, hey, no, 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 no. You're going to destroy freedom of speech. We can't speak out against genocide in Palestine or you're going to get penalized. That's not a good bill. Now, there's also House Resolution 6126, which funnels $14.3 billion of our taxpayer money to Israel. Hmm. Why? What are they doing for us? What's Bibi Netanyahu doing for us other than, you know, buying all the bombs and missiles and everything from the military industrial complex? Shik-shing, shik-shing, shik-shing. There's another House Resolution 3266. It's called the Tolerance in Palestinian uh, Palestinian uh, Education Act. So what they're going to do is they want to revise all the textbooks to portray the occupation as positive. History revisionism right there. These bills have got to go. There's another House resolution, 340, stops fund, it stops any funding for any organization against the occupation of Palestine. So if you're against the occupation, then you, know, you won't get any funding. House resolution 3774, it cuts and stops all Iranian foreign aid uh, or a foreign aid or humanitarian aid from going to Palestine. So... It's not, it's not enough <clears throat> that uh, Israel has blocked all access to food, water, fuel. I mean, th- they have no electricity, nothing. And they can't get any foreign or humanitarian aid in because this bill would stop at, you know, Iran or any other country from giving them foreign aid. They want all those people dead, period. We'll talk about why after I tell you about this last House resolution bill. House Resolution 599 pressures Europe to support the occupation. I mean, they're doing everything they can to shut down any dissent, any discussion, any criticism whatsoever of what Israel is doing over there in Palestine. And, you know, we already talked about this, but it's worth repeating that they have found, of course, there's nearly half a trillion, I think it's $488 billion, that's almost half a trillion, of oil and gas underneath the Gaza Strip and just offshore. Hmm. Yeah, they want that oil. They want that gas. They were all, as a matter of fact, <laughs> they're already handing out contracts to companies to start drilling once they finish exterminating all the Palestinians. They also want to build a canal. Okay, so they have their eyes on that land. You know, it's all about the money, folks. Oh, man. Anyway, um, I believe we got our, our first break coming up here. Uh. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you want to belly up to the telephone bar, why not? There are a couple other things I want to get to here, but uh, I'll be happy to talk with you and, you and tell me what you're thinking. Am I crazy? Am I a rabid anti-Semite because I'm criticizing Bibi Netanyahu and his regime? And by the way, I want to remind you that Hamas was created by Bibi back in 2007. Yep. So Hamas is Israel. They got to have a boogeyman. Yeah, they got to have a boogeyman. So they sure as heck got one because they created it. Just like the Taliban. Just like Al-Qaeda. Just like ISIS. Just like Hamas. We'll be back in a few minutes, folks. Come on, give me a call. 512-248-8252. See you in a few. 
Charles de Gaulle once said, actually, it's difficult to envision in this regard any other criterion, any other standard than gold. Yes, gold, which does not change in nature, which can be made into either bars, ingots, or coins, which has no nationality, and which is considered in all places and all times the immutable and fiduciary value par excellence. So when the question is, why gold? It's simple, my friends. The answer to that question is simply, why not? Like it or not, precious metals will always be the world's reserve currency, even though nations do not define their currency by their worth and say gold. Individuals still buy gold and silver to protect themselves from inflation. The more money a nation's central bank pours into the economy, the less value its currency, the dollar is, which means the price of everything else rises. $21 up for a bag of dog food, seeing that the dollar's cheap, that's why the cost of everything goes up. It's because the buying power, the value of the dollar is tanked. It's worth nothing. And the gold that your family would have owned in 1907 will buy at least the same amount of goods, if not far more. William McPhee once stated, it's extraordinary how many emotional storms one may weather in safety if one is ballasted with ever so little gold. The truth about money, gold versus cash in a crisis. Gold, a valuable thing to store. The power of gold in times of crisis. Historical sketch of paper currency. Oh, and beware the Ides of Rare Coin Dealers and Alan Greenspan's speech on gold and economic freedom. How interesting. I'm going to give you gold and silver in five easy lessons. Seeking out the most efficient and most secure route to owning gold and converting it into widely accepted currency is the next best thing to enjoying gold-backed currency, my friends. In a world of central bankers hell-bent on devaluing our savings, you need to own private gold standard. Contact me, Jeffrey Bennett at Kettle Moraine Limited, by calling our phone number at 602-799-8214. That's 602-799-8214. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Excuse me, frog in my throat. Ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to the first broadcast of the year of the uh, WTF Reports. I'm your host, Dave Von Kleist. And yeah, I'm stirring the pot here, folks. I'm sorry, but it needs to be stirred up. We got to get people off of their big, fat, pimple-covered butts and get involved. And I'm sorry if you're offended if, by calling this, what the frig? What the frig is going on in this world? Well, I think a lot of people are going to be asking that question this year, too. And uh, oh, by the way, before I go to the phones, uh, uh, just a quick headline. It com- comes from the politicsbrief.com. <laughs> Apparently, Ohio Governor DeWine received $40,000 from hospitals that support transgender surgery. I'll say it again. 
Governor DeWine got $40,000 from hospitals that support transgender surgery. So which way do you think he's going to go on that particular issue? Money talks, folks. It's got nothing to do with morals, scruples, what's right, what's wrong. It's what's profitable. Oh, and by the way, as we was, I was just checking out what's going on, I, I do have to go to Al Jazeera occasionally to find out what the heck's going on on the other side of the planet because your mainstream media is busy giving you recipes. We're talking about Hollywood. So, uh, yeah, I turned on the, uh, the news there, and guess what? Israel has been sending drones to strike in Beirut, Lebanon, saying that, yeah, and the suburbs got Hamas in there. Yeah, there's Hamas over there. Get, we got to bomb it. We got to send drones. <sighs> Again, Hamas was created by Israel. And there's a, there's a, a documentary that's being heavily blocked if you go to stopworldcontrol.com, and you'll have to hunt for it, but it's uh, Mystery Solved about Israel, the Israel Mystery Solved, about what happened on October 7th. A lot of people are saying, you know, hey, this was an inside job. They shut down all the security. They pulled all the guys away. They shut down all the security fences. And for seven hours, Hamas was able to just go right through there and just start killing people. Okay, well, that's the story. Anyway, I mean, anyway. All right, I tell you, well, let's go to the phones. Again, if you want to join the conversation, it's 512-248-8252. And let's go to Canada and say hi to uh, Layla. Hello. Yeah, hi, Dave. Uh, thank you for bringing up this topic. It's, uh, it's essential uh, for global survival. Uh, and I'm sure you're aware that South Africa has introduced in the International Court of Justice uh, an accusation or a lawsuit accusing Israel of genocide. And that, of mm -hmm. course, will have implications for the U.S. because the U.S. is going to be named as complicit. Yeah. So it, and it really is a matter of global domination. That has always been the Zionist goal. It, yes. They use the smokescreen of religiosity and biblical text which they hijacked, basically stole, uh, in order to provide a kind of justification for what they were doing. But the goal has always been global domination and satanic global domination. I'm yes. glad you talked about that photo with Abramovich and the Rothschilds. And you right. are absolutely right. The Jews are not all they are now. Many of them are now, unfortunately. It's like they took upon themselves the right to conscript all Jews in their satanic war. Yes. They, as far as I'm concerned, what they're doing now is basically what they did as architects of the so-called Holocaust. And there were Jewish victims that were killed in the Holocaust by whatever means. But the mm -hmm. goal was to terrify the Jews, instill fears in them, and then try to convince them that they need Zionism to protect them. And Israel was supposed to be where they're safest, which we now know is where they are most in danger. So, and yeah. I, as for the Jews in Palestine, I, I'm from there. I was born in Bethlehem. My parents and their Jewish friends who opposed Zionism left 
right after they knew that the vote was coming up in the U.N. because they knew how the Zionists were working. They thought they would leave until sanity prevailed and they could return to peace. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. that was, what, 77 years ago? 75 years ago? So right. all the poor, innocent Jews that were sacrificed were essentially, it's like an army that conscripts people and throws them into as cannon fodder. Yes. Yeah, I know. I'd like to hear what your, what your thoughts are about the um, South African action. Well, I think this hopefully is uh, the first of many dominoes to fall. You know, I mean, there's people all over the world. I mean, my gosh, I've seen the video clips. I wish I could show them on the radio. But I mean, huge, huge crowds, two million people. In, uh, I forget where that was. Was that in Lebanon? Um, oh, 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 doesn't make any difference. They're all over the world in Germany and France and England, South Africa, United States, all over the world. People are standing up for Palestine. And, of course, they're being condemned for it, as I was just playing that clip from Noam Chomsky. If you are critical of the state of Israel, Bibi Netanyahu and his regime, then you are labeled and pointed at and say you are a bad person. You're an anti-Semite. And if you're Jewish, then that means you need psychiatric help. This is how they're playing this. Everything is bass backwards. It's got to be turned around, and my heart goes out, like I said, to all of the innocent Jews out there that are going to face persecution from people who just don't understand the difference. Exactly. And the Jews themselves, until recently, a lot of them were being lured in because a lot of them are bribed. I mean, they're financed, they're promoted. One of the things that they do is they... they Watch it, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got a break coming up. I'll be back on the other side. Stay with me. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. 
With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at libertystickers.com. Again, that's libertystickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Excuse me, sir. Yes, what is it? There's a segment of the population out there that have figured out our monitoring capabilities and they're not happy about it, sir. Well, it's too late for them to do anything about it. (laughs) Take them a message, would you? Yes, sir. What is it? Every step you take, every rule you break, every job you take and every dime you make will be watching you. If you go astray, that's exactly what they want. Ah, it's just so frustrating. Anyway, welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Dave Von Kleist. It's uh, about 34 minutes past the hour, whatever hour you're sitting in. And uh, I do have, uh, well, I'll save this clip. I want to get back to the phone lines. By the way, you want to join us? Belly up to the bar. It's 512-248-8255. Five, two. Let's go back to uh, Layla in Canada. You were you were saying, dear, and I had to cut you off because we had a break. You know how it goes. Yeah, the thing is that a lot of Jews have, were sucked in. Uh, and, of course, the, yeah. since the 1800s, they've been planting Jews all over the world to act on their behalf. I mean, the audacity of Israel to state that they don't want Iran. They're telling a foreign country who it can or cannot give humanitarian aid to. They're already acting as though they already control the entire planet. It yeah. is time that ever, and the U.S. the U.S. more than anything else has got to declare its freedom. Canada is totally dominated by Zionists. Totally, they own every newspaper in this country, every daily. They dominate yep. everything. They even now control the public broadcasting, which they it, it is obscene. They control both parties that are dominant in this country. Both yep. of them are stooges of Israel. It, it's terrifying. The time has come. And by the way, for any Jews who have doubts, the word synagogue is not in the Old Testament, and the Star of David is not in the Old Testament. Those are fabrications. The Star of David, it was created by the Zionists, by the Rothschilds, and the, well, uh, it was, uh, the it synagogue. Was, it was appropriated by them. Uh, the star, that, that star has been around for thousands of years. It's well, been a long, 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 long time. But yeah, they appropriated, the just as Adolf Hitler appropriated the swastika, now it means something completely different. They, they did the same thing with the Star of David. You're absolutely so when they, right. And, and people need to recognize, Jews in particular, those who fly yeah. that and wear the Star of David around their neck, 
recognize that it is only a geometric design that always existed, but now has been imbued with the concept of Satanism. You are labeling yeah. yourself as a Satanist when you wear that. You are support. That's what you're supporting. And go to your Old Testament and look for that. And synagogue only mm-hmm. comes up as a, as a Greek word, synagogos. So it never yeah. existed in ancient, in the original Aramaic. And Hebrew itself is not even a legitimate line. Biblical Hebrew is basically the old Aramaic, the imperial mm-hmm. Aramaic. Modern Hebrew is not the biblical Hebrew. It is Yiddish. And they are Yiddishers because the actual people of Judah, the majority of them, were killed by Emperor Vespasian before he took over as Emperor of Rome. So anyway, I'll let you go. You've got to, everybody, save yourself, save this planet. You've got to support the International Court of Justice. And by the way, I have to say I'm disgusted, utterly disgusted, with the ruling regime of Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, all of them. All of the ruling people, the Arabs, the rulers, not the people. The people are oppressed. The rulers are getting their spy tech and their military equipment from Israel because they have exploited all of the money of the petroleum, the oil money and the gas money. The rulers have kept it for themselves. And when you think about it, all of those fossil fuels have been created over millions of years. How do they own it? It belongs to many of the people on the planet. It is not the property of the Bedouin tribes that were planted there by the British, by the Zionists, by the, by the French, and the other imperial powers, and by the oil companies that said, okay, we'll make you the king, just make sure that we get our, our, our greatest share of your oil, and we'll keep you there. So they are all in alliance. Saudi Arabia, Turkey... Uh, all yep. of the, uh, India as well. They're all part of something called IMEC. What they're planning is some kind of transit system from India into the Arab uh, countries, over to Israel, and then it lands in Turkey where it will be distributed around the world. So none of those Layla, rulers, one, one, not the Once people. again, <clears throat> I just want to clarify for those who just joined us at the bottom of the hour, you are Jewish, are you not? No, I'm, Pal- I'm Christian. I'm Greek Orthodox. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you said that you were Jewish. Okay. I am from the tribe of Judah. The people of Judah were really Arameans. I could quote you every single, every single verse from the Old Testament that talks about the patriarchs being Aramean, with Abraham being from Ur of the Chaldees. The original founders of Beth- Bethlehem came from Ten Elechem, which was a Chaldean section that could not be dominated by the Babylonians. Nebuchadnezzar was a Chaldean. So we, those people migrated millennia ago over to the West during a bad time, and they ended up founding Bethlehem. And so mm-hmm. the tribe of Judah was more than just one tribe. It was more than one people. But they were Arameans. And one day I'll call in your, to your show and give you all of the different verses from the Old Testament where it says that the patriarchs are Arameans. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, we'll save that for another yeah. show in the future. Hey, yeah, thank you so much. You got, you got a lot of good information there. Year. I appreciate that. Okay, anyway. Good year. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you for calling in. All right. 512-248-8252. If you give a ring, we'll get you right on there. It's, uh, it's wide open right now. 512-248-8252. Now, as I'm, uh, I got this here audio clip queued up here, and this is Chris Hedges 
Chris Hedges uh, was a Pulitzer Prize winning uh, writer for the New York Times for quite some time. Um, but what has happened over the past uh, decade, two decades, is that the real journalists have been drummed out of the industry. Okay, um, people who want to speak out on the truth. As a matter of fact, back in the 90s, when I was married to Joyce and we were traveling all over the country trying to help the Gulf War veterans, we went to Fargo, North Dakota, and there was a big time radio talk show host up there by the name of George uh, Schultz. And uh, he put on an entire weekend live on the air. We had a, a Saturday and Sunday all for the veterans. And we, we really were doing, working hard to try to help these guys get over all the problems they had after the first Gulf War. But anyway, Schultz ended up on MSNBC, and he was there uh, during uh, the, second inv- the second Gulf War in 2002-2003, and he was very much against that war. And so MSNBC paid off his contract and fired him. All right. Meanwhile, uh, Rick Sanchez... From CNN, he was stepping on too many truth toes, so CNN booted him out. And of course, there's Governor Jesse Ventura. Okay, well, a lot of you know where he's coming from. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to stand for all this corruption. And uh, <clears throat> he was doing a show, but anyway. Oh, and then there's Larry King. Yeah, you all remember Larry? Bless his heart, rest his soul. All of these journalists were being drummed out of the domestic media. And RT gave them a platform. That's right. Russia Today. Those terrible, you know, Russians with all their uh, censorship and propaganda. Okay. Well, RT was giving all of our real journalists a platform. And then, of course, during uh, Trump's presidency, the, uh, the BS about Russian collusion, Russian collusion, Russian collusion. Oh, the laptop is Russian disinformation. And, of course... That gave them all a reason to block and censor RT and take it off of Roku and take it off of this. You can't get RT. You can on the computer, of course, but uh, you couldn't get RT anymore. Well, now we find out that all that propaganda was exactly that. It was propaganda. But did we get RT back? No. But anyway, here's a little, uh, little audio clip of Chris Hedges giving a speech. And again, a Pulitzer Prize winning uh, writer for the New York Times booted out because he was telling the truth. Here's Chris Hedges. Listen to this. I stunned those of us who reported from Gaza. It did not matter if we had seen the Israeli attack, including the shooting of unarmed Palestinians. It did not matter how many witnesses we interviewed. It did not matter what photographic and forensic evidence we obtained. Israel lied. Small lies, big lies, huge lies. These lies came reflexively and instantly from the Israeli military, Israeli politicians, and Israeli media. They were amplified by Israel's well-oiled propaganda machine and repeated with a cloying sincerity on international news outlets. Israel engages in the kinds of jaw-dropping lies that characterize despotic regimes. It does not deform the truth. It inverts it. It paints a picture that is diametrically opposed to reality. Those of us who have covered the occupied territories have run into Israel's Alice in Wonderland narratives, which we dutifully insert into our stories required under the rules of American journalism, although we know they are untrue. Israel has invented an Orwellian lexicon 
Children killed by Israelis become children caught in the crossfire. The bombing of residential districts with dozens of dead. The brazenness of Israeli lies stunned those of us who reported from Gaza. All right. It starts to repeat there. But you needed to hear that. Again, the real journalists out there, they see what's going on. And the people who are paying attention understand what's going on. But God forbid you should vocalize it because you will be demonized and you will be raked over the coals and you'll be unfriended, blocked. You'll have not just a tongue lashing, but a tongue slashing from certain individuals that just don't flaming get it. (sighs) Oh, man, I'll tell you. Common sense tells me, you know, good people, good people don't lust for money and power. Okay, They want to go along to get along. They don't want to tell anybody else how to live their lives. They just want to, you know, they just want to be, enjoy, you know, have their food, shelter, clothing, and some love in their hearts. And that's, that's you know, it's easy to get along when you're a good person because you don't need a whole lot. So if good people don't lust for money and power, common sense, who ends up with all the money and power? Bad people. Okay, that's where we are right now. And with all this stuff that's going on with Israel, and then I see what's going on with APAC, the American Israel, uh, 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 American Israel Political Action Committee, APAC. You know how many members of Congress are supportive of APAC? We've got to get on our Congress and our Senate and say, get out of APAC. This is not good. I'm sorry, but Israel... The regime has got to be taken down. I am not against the Jews. I want to keep on saying that and saying that until you, until you get it. It's not hatred of Jews or anti-Semitism. It's standing up against the Zionist philosophy. Anyway, let's go back to the phones. Uh, you want to belly up to the phone bar? It's 512-248-8252. Let's go to Georgia and say hi to Art. Hello, Art. Hey, hello, brother. Um... I want to share something. Uh, I do a lot of research, and you're talking about Star David. And uh, I had to go back and trace back uh, uh, something that I had read a while back. I I don't even remember exactly when I read this, but I I managed to track it down, and I want to share with you, uh, according to Simona Rich, uh, here's what he has to say about the the, uh, Star David. The most ancient theory, and I believe this one to be true, about how the Star of David came into being is one told by ancient cultures. And you did say that it's been around for a long time, and it has been. Now, this, is, this, this story is told that it's a sign of the sky god, and this, is, this comes from Hinduism, uh, is, is the sign of the sky god, offspring with the mother. Now, what this most likely means is that the symbol is the son of God, Yahweh, whatever you want to call it, descending to mate with human, with human women, and having abnormal giant offspring born to them. This makes total sense when you analyze the hexagram because it shows a downward-pointed triangle, which represents the son of God, and an upward-pointed triangle, which represents earthly human women, and the intersection of those triangles represent the act of procreation. And even today, the downward-pointed triangle represents men, and the upward-pointed represents women. And there is a, if you go to SimonaRich.com and you look this up, 
you'll find a Hindu Mandela. And according to the stories, this represents the 12 offspring, six males and six females, which is told in ancient Greek mythology. Hmm. So this, has been, this star has been around for a long, long time, long before the Jews ever came into the picture. Very good. Well done. Good point. I appreciate that. That's that's why I'm saying, you know, the Star of David has been appropriated, and now it means something completely different than what it was supposed to be. Right. And Excellent. The same thing applies, and the same thing applies with the swastika. Now, I researched this a long time ago because I happen to be of Norse descent. My ancestors okay. actually come from Iceland who migrated to Holland and then migrated over here in the... Uh, late eighteen hundred uh, or uh, mid late eighteen hundreds. Mm-hmm. So I can trace my lineage all the way back to the ancient Norse from the Icelandic Norse, and in, in Norse tradition, now this is a, a long time ago. The swastika can be found there. It can wow. be found in ancient Scandinavia. It can be found in many ancient cultures, ancient Egypt. Yep. The Hindu, yep. Hindu religion. I mean, that's right. It's been around a long time. And well, thank you. Thank you for proving my point there. I appreciate it. I, I got a break coming up right now. So, uh, hey, again, thank you for the call. And I hope you're going to stay on board with us. Uh, I'm going to be here every Tuesday and Thursday at noon until further notice. And uh, anyway, Art, thank you for the call. Uh, let's see. Coming up in from Wisconsin, Murray, you'll be up after the break. This is Davon Kleist, and this is the WTF Reports. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong time slot. Oh, I got another minute and a half. Oh, I'm sorry about that, Art. I thought I had a break coming up, but it's another minute and a half. Uh, okay, well, there's something else <clears throat> that... Uh, that he brought up, um, there has been so much that has been, uh, shall we say, ignored uh, in the Bible, in, um, in Joshua, in the book of Joshua, number 13, it asks the question, is it not written in the book of Jasher? That's Old Testament. And then also in Second Samuel one eighteen, it says, behold, it is written in the book of Jasher. Now, I was reading the Bible, and I was saying, wait a second, if this book of Jasher is mentioned twice in the Old Testament, that means the book of Jasher preceded the Old Testament. And what's really interesting is that in the book of Jasher, I'm only going to read this, and then I'll let you scratch your head on it, chapter 1, verse 12, okay, it says... Uh, and the Lord gave, drove them that day from the Garden of Eden till the ground, uh, to till the ground from which they were taken, and they went and dwelt in the east of gar- the Garden of Eden. Listen to this. And Adam knew his wife Eve, and she bore two sons and three daughters. ...largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. 
Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-in lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-in lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly cows too. Ease off LLC 417-932-6419. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. Excuse me, sir. Yes, what is it? There's a segment of the podcast. Figured out our monitoring capabilities and they're not happy about it, sir. Well, it's too late for them to do anything about it. (laughs) Take them a message, would you? Yes, sir. What is it? Every step you take, every rule you break, every job you take. Don't you think? Yeah, the song is Are We Freer in America Today? And you can find it on YouTube. Just do a little search on my name, just Dave Von Kleist, and uh, and you can listen to the whole song. And again, that was written 20 years ago, folks. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, I got a video cl- a clip I'm going to play. This is Klaus Schwab. You know him. You will have nothing and you will be happy. Eat the bugs. Well, guess what? 2023 is gone, but a good thing has come out of 2023, and that is a lot of people are becoming hip to the World Economic Forum and the UN's plan for world control. Did you vote for it? No. But guess what? They got a little plan for you, and you know what? They don't like it when people buck up against the system. Listen to this. For this reason, what we have seen in the elections... In the United States, in the Brexit road, this anger of people against globalization and against the elites. If you look what's happening in the United States, particularly, you have this anti-system movement. What we are seeing is a revolution against the system. 
it's demantling the system and we see certain elements of this now in the new u.s administration okay well that's see this is a problem for them so what do you suppose they're going to do what well, they've seen this coming for quite some time of course biden and all his cronies they're all in the world economic forum's back pocket as our good uh, good portion of all the world so what do you suppose that they're going to do they know that the United States is, is the last bastion of freedom on this planet. They have to destroy this country. And they're doing it right in front of your face. They surrender the southern border and tens of thousands of military age males are coming across the border. They're being given addresses and maps to go to their safe spaces where they will be fed, housed, supplied, clothed, equipped, trained, briefed and given their mission. You think I'm making this stuff up, folks? You better hold on tight. <laughs> Tell you what, let's uh, let's finish up the, the broadcast with going to back to the phones. Murr in Wisconsin, thank you so much for your patience. You're on the air. we got thank about you. two minutes. Yeah, my phone's on a short leash. There's no heat in this room at the moment. It's pretty cold. But I just wanted to, what the impetus was when you said APAC is Political Action Committee, it's actually Public Affairs Committee. Because you see, a political action committee would be illegal for a foreign country now, wouldn't it? <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as far as Rimfan, uh, the star of Rimfan, all these different symbols started out good and have been co opted. And then Germans were, what, aren't what we think. And that was a power sign. If you put each of the four seasons, you know, most of the countries, most of the people on the planet were out under the comforting night skies. For a very long time. And they told mm -hmm. the story of Christ. And I had a guest, and you can look in my archives, and he'll be back, I hope. But he's very, very learned in these aspects. And the swastika comes from the four positions of Ursa Major in the different seasons, back to back. Ursa Major is the Big Dipper, the Big Bear. Mm-hmm. Wow. And the cross well in the middle for Germany was for Christ. We've been lied to. Yeah, you're right. You're right on that one. I knew that. Hey, thank you so much for your contribution to the show. Uh, I'll be back on Thursday, same time, same station. So, uh, Murr, thank you. And also, uh, Layla and Art for calling in. You helped to make the show what it is. This is Davon Kleist. I hope uh, that you'll tune in again on Thursday. You be, you be safe. God bless you all. One of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN.
free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. 